Hello, my friend. You are listening to episode number 16 of Tide Pod. And today I'm getting into a very interesting topic that is right on time for my entrepreneur leaders who are ready to build a team that is truly committed to the mission, vision, and ongoing goals of their business. So today we are going to talk all about five ways CEOs and entrepreneurs can attract top talent to their business. Yes, my friend, I am going to break down for you the five best things you can do to make sure that when you post a new job, you are getting the creme de la creme. You are getting real experts applying to work within your business and and really opting in to this greater vision and mission that you have for your company. Does that sound like what you're looking for? I think so. So if you're ready, let's just get started. Let's get this thing going. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Tide Pod, a podcast crafted by Tiana Ty to help you purify your purpose in business, love, and life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, dog mom, or just getting started, you're bound to find value as Tiana dives into meaningful topics each episode. So settle in. Turn up the volume and welcome your host, Tiana Tai. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. Tie Pod would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, Hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. Have you ever truly thought about what the ability of attracting the absolute top talent would mean for your business? I just want to kind of set the scene for you real quick. Think about the caliber of employee that applies to a place like Google, for example, right? We know, like it is culturally known, that to get a job at a company with such a high caliber of talent, we also have to bring major talent to the table, right? And I want you to take a second and really imagine, like visualize with me what it would look like for your business to have such a reputation that it's truly the creme de la creme applying for any opportunities that you are putting out into the world. And I mean, obviously, your hiring process is going to be much easier and frankly, a lot more enjoyable if you're truly getting qualified and even overly qualified applicants for all of your various roles. But also think about what the day-to-day of your business would look like. Having people who are truly experts in what they do, who can really own pieces of your business for you and operate autonomously and operate with a little bit of their own CEO mindset and uh, really have that commitment and care to the pieces of your business that they are in charge of supporting and making run on a day-to-day basis. 
What would that feel like to you as an owner to know that if you have to step away, if you can't, I'll use my example that I always use here, you know, if I can't directly oversee this podcast, but I know that I have a true expert in place who is going to keep it running for me while I am away, that would feel so amazing to me, right? Like, Think about the things in your business and how it would feel to truly have somebody who was so qualified and so uniquely skilled to fulfill that role in your business. That would be everything. So that is where my heart is in today's episode. Today, I am going to take you through five ways that you can start attracting top talent to your business. Now, y'all know that I am super upfront about just about everything, so I'm going to lay it out here that each of these five things is not necessarily like a check the box type of exercise, right? Some of this stuff is going to take work. Some of it takes ongoing commitment from you as a CEO. And quite frankly, that is the name of the game in business, point blank period. Y'all know that I am advocating for you to be intentional leaders, but I'm also advocating for you to be leaders with integrity. So this is not a simple check the box exercise where you can make sure you have five little things in place and all of a sudden you're going to be attracting the same caliber of talent as someone like Google. No, my friends, I'm just going to put it out there. But If you are the leader that I know you are, if you are an intentional leader, a leader with integrity, and a leader who truly cares about the longevity and impact that your business can make, I'm going to bring to your attention today five very important elements that will help you build that brand of having the best of the best on your team and having a team of people who are truly committed to your business, okay? So without further ado, I am going to stop trying to convince you of how amazing it is to have these people and I'm going to tell you how to actually get them, okay? So I'm just going to start at the beginning. Number one, the first thing you need to have is a strong brand image. What do I mean? I want you to think about what these brands have in common, okay? Starbucks, uh, HoneyBook, Chick-fil-A, Home Depot. Okay, those were four very different businesses, right? But I want you to think about what they all have in common, Now, if you're on the same wavelength as me, you've already got it, but I will spill the beans here. So what Starbucks, HoneyBook, Home Depot, and Chick-fil-A have in common is they have a brand story. They have a brand image, but more than that, I'm not just talking about a client-facing brand image, right? Although we know that all of them are major brands and they have a lot of client recognition and appreciation. But also, if you're tuned in, these companies also have a brand of being known to attract top talent. I want you to think about Chick-fil-A. I love the memes that are always like, they compare the uh, client experience of going through the drive-thru and asking for extra sauce, right? So if you go to McDonald's, they want to charge you $75 for the sauce. Or if you go to Burger King, they're like, no, you can't get no extra sauce. But if you go to Chick-fil-A, it's always my pleasure. 
right? So we always go to Chick-fil-A expecting amazing customer service. We expect the caliber of people working there for some reason to be a better experience than going to other fast food restaurants. And it's kind of funny because Chick-fil-A did not have to curate an experience like that, right? But at the same time, they established a brand that is so strong that we are literally shocked if somebody does not say my pleasure to us, right? But on the flip side of that, I want you to think about the people that are applying for Chick-fil-A now that that brand has been established. It's not going to be people who are unwilling to step up to the plate and show that type of pleasantry and customer service. Do you see what I'm saying? So if someone is applying for Chick-fil-A today, They know for a fact that when people are coming up to them and asking for things and in the drive-thru, no matter what, they are going to end the transaction in my pleasure. That is an expectation. So nobody is going to be surprised, for example, in their training that people are teaching them to say my pleasure. It was built into the brand. So I want you to take a second and think about that. Because from a client perspective, or from the perspective of someone sitting in the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A, of course that's amazing. But from an employee perspective, they probably applied for the job knowing that that was going to be an expectation. So for you as a business owner, I want you to think about your brand image. I want you to think about the standard of customer service, the standard of materials, of content, of podcast episodes, of blogs, of photography, whatever it looks like for you. If you really think about what the standard is in your business, I want you to understand that the standard you set is a part of the brand image, not only for the people who are paying for your products or services, but also for the people who are going to be applying to be a part of your team. So if they see via your social media or just even by referral, how you are treating your clients and your customers and how much time you put into every single piece of material that you put out, they are going to know going in that this is a part of the expectation of being associated with your business. You have created a brand image that is so strong, it extends to the literal people that will be working for you. Doesn't that sound like the most amazing thing in the world? Like, can you imagine, of course, in an orientation, you're gonna have to explain to people like, your values and the vision you have for your business. But can you imagine each and every member of your team nodding along and even contributing to the conversation because they are already familiar with what you stand for? That is the power of cultivating your brand image. But you know me and I've always got to come at you with the research and the facts. So let me teach you something real quick. There is something that we IO psychologists called perceived organizational fit. Perceived organizational fit is kind of like a fancy word. It's similar to culture fit, right? So it is how 
closely a person feels aligned with your business based on the facets of your business that are readily observable, right? So based on how they see you treating your clients, based on your website, based on your materials, so on and so forth. All of these things contribute to someone's perceived organizational fit with your business, okay? I want you to know and fully take this in, okay? Perceived organizational fit is the number one predictor of somebody being attracted to any role within your business because they feel so aligned with what you and your business stand for off the bat without necessarily ever talking to you personally one-on-one. I mean, how incredible is that? This is the idea that you can truly use the same branding that you may be using for your clients to really attract the right people who are going to be gung-ho for your business's mission and vision. I think that is incredible, my friend. All right, you with me? Let's dive into the second way you can begin to really attract top talent to your team. Number two, you have got to be vocal about your team, okay? So I'm just going to rant for a second because that's what I do. But there is this really funky culture in the online business space. I'm going to be honest with you. And a lot of entrepreneurs, no matter what type of entrepreneur they are, whether they're a coach or a service, other service provider, whatever it is, there is this weird practice of people not being upfront and transparent with the fact that there is a team of people supporting them. Here's the thing. Honestly, once we all get to a certain level, most of us have a team of people supporting us. Even so, you may be like me and have started to realize that the people who are super upfront and loud and proud and celebrating their teams typically are like six figures, multiple six figures, quite frankly, and beyond. So it's really, really interesting that I only see people get super, super vocal about this when they've reached this level of status. But here is the thing, and I'm just going to say this as plainly as I possibly can. There is no dollar amount that qualifies or disqualifies you to talk about the fact that you have a team, my friend. Anybody who is actually established in this space knows that if you are having massive impact and really, really serving your community and scaling your business, more than likely you have a team. And you should be celebrating that. Like we want to see you celebrating the group of people behind you that are helping you achieve the things that you are. It's a beautiful thing. So how does celebrating your team actually help you attract really qualified people to join your team later on? At its simplest, it shows them that you value your team. That is one of the core reasons that this is such a impactful thing for you to do as a CEO. It shows people that you have a serious business and you are committed to bringing the right people on your team that are truly going to help your business thrive and serve its people. So if we see you all the time, for example, talking about your content writer, right? 
that actually increases the amount of trust because we know that you have someone on staff who is going to help you ensure that you are putting out the greatest caliber of content that you possibly can, right? It's another way to show that you are investing in your business and in your community. But as an applicant, to be able to see like, wow, she is really putting it out there that this person is responsible for her content. It also lets applicants know that their hard work and their efforts are going to be recognized, not just by you, but by your audience. And I'm telling you, there is power in that. I don't want leaders to get too in their heads about like, oh, if somebody knows I have a content writer, like they're going to know that this is not all just me. Okay, friend, here's the thing. (laughs) Once you've gotten to a certain level, we're assuming it's not just you anyways. And it's more impactful and more impressive, quite frankly, if you can own up to it and celebrate the people behind you that are helping you put out this amazing stuff to your audience. It's not my goal here to make you feel bad. It's my goal to empower you and let you know that everybody is watching. And honestly, I have seen nothing but positive response from people who are actively celebrating their teams. And I'm telling you, y'all know I pay attention to these streets, right? So I have been observing some of the smaller businesses who could have kept it quiet because like they're under a personal brand, right? So they could have pretended like they were putting out all of this stuff with no help from anybody else. But instead, they actively celebrate the people behind them. And it's making people celebrate that person, that leader even more, because what it's doing is showing that they are a true leader. They do have a brand, they do have a voice, but they also have people who are helping them get that voice out there to the masses. And we respond really well to transparency. So I'm just putting it out there for you, my friend, especially if you want to attract the top people. There are very few uniquely skilled and qualified people who are absolutely okay with being in the background of your business as a silent contributor 100% of the time. We need to give our people recognition in some way, shape, or form. So I'm putting it out there. Shout your team's praises from the rooftops because if they are amazing, they deserve it. And it's going to make other amazing people want to join this team. This episode is brought to you by Interact. Remember those BuzzFeed quizzes like, what type of ice cream are you? Yeah, Interact is a tool for creating quizzes just like those, except it also acts as a way for your business to generate leads and build that oh-so-important email list. I use it to host my quiz, What's Your Enneagram Leadership Type? With hundreds of ready-made templates and the option to create unlimited quizzes from scratch, you will literally have hundreds of opportunities to attract the right clients, especially new ones. Don't miss out on this beautiful opportunity to grow your business in a fun and unique way. You can sign up for Interact today by heading on over to the show notes and getting a link to create your first quiz for free right now. That's right. I said it is free 99 to create your first quiz. It doesn't get much better than that. 
Alrighty, so we have talked about how having a strong brand image is going to help you attract people who are uniquely aligned with like the values and the culture of your business. And we also talked about why being vocal about your team and how amazing they are actually helps you attract future amazing team members. So now what is the third way you can start attracting real top talent to your business? I am going to tell you, my friend, it's pretty simple, but you have got to be flexible about your work arrangements for them. So what do I mean? Okay, I am mainly talking about when you actually have an active opportunity, how you can demonstrate that you are a flexible leader who is willing to accommodate top talent for, you know, some special requests as necessary. So what do I mean by that? Okay, so your flexibility as a leader, a CEO, and a business owner is going to incorporate things like your position on work-life balance, uh, how you handle requests for remote work, which I know for a lot of us, we're online businesses, so it's yes, all the time, 100%, or even your timing on deadlines or meeting times, so on and so forth. So I want to give you some practical examples so that you know how you can demonstrate to applicants and future team members that you are truly a flexible leader where it matters most. And it all boils down to whether or not you are willing to have a conversation with somebody to figure out for them specifically what true work flexibility looks like. So you ask them, honestly, straight up, what does work-life balance look like for you? Is it helpful for you to have a condensed work week? Do you have to accommodate childcare and maybe you need to be able to sign off at 3 p.m. and finish your tasks during your free time as needed? You know, all of these little nuances that make us, quite frankly, human beings It's up to you as a leader to ask those questions because here's where I think a lot of us mess up. We assume that because we say things like, you know, I respect work-life balance. I'm not gonna, you know, start emailing you at 11 p.m. any given night, right? We assume that that is kind of the extent of it is respecting typical business hours. But if we're really talking about being flexible employers, not only respecting work-life balance, but also accommodating maybe some special requests, then it takes us to ask those questions to figure out what each individual on our team would truly benefit from. And this does some amazing things. Not only does it help the people on your team to feel truly appreciated, it also sets the tone. So like some people tend to underestimate how how much people talk, right? But if someone wants to join your team, it is quite possible that they have spoken with or want to speak with someone who is on your team or maybe someone who went through your application process but didn't make it onto your team, right? So if you are asking questions like this in an interview, if you're asking questions like this during onboarding and making sure that it is really clear that you value being a flexible employer and you value accommodating the needs of your team, I mean, word travels and people hear it and they listen. And when top talent knows like, wow, 
this person really does care and this person wants me to have the best work experience possible, which means they're going to treat me like a human being. Uh, yes, they will choose you even potentially over some larger employers who do not provide that level of flexibility. Food for thought, my friend. All right, have I convinced you enough? I want to move on to the fourth way you can start to attract top, top talent. This one to me is a no-brainer, but you would be surprised, and it is to be organized. Oh my goodness, my friend. Okay, So I'm going to start this off by asking you, like, have you ever walked into a hair salon, like a stylist that was total chaos? Like there are people there who have clearly been under the dryer for way too long and they've got like beads of sweat or there's like hair all over the floor from the last lady who got a cut, but clearly nobody's coming to clean it up. Or your stylist is in the break room with the door open and they're kind of arguing with someone on the phone. It sounds like their boyfriend. I mean, it's like way too much and it feels very unprofessional, right? And then suddenly it's your turn and the stylist comes out and it's your turn in the chair. And if you do not have an existing relationship with this stylist, you're going to hesitate and you're going to be like, should I even trust her with my hair? Because clearly... Things are not in order here. Like, I don't care about the Yelp reviews. I don't care about the Google reviews. It is chaotic. And I don't know if I can trust this whole place. This is the literal picture of what happens when you don't have your back end together and this becomes apparent to applicants. So let me translate this into business terms, okay? I'm gonna gonna take a second and break it down. When you begin to try to find people to fill your roles and you open up an application and you're accepting resumes and all of that, if it takes somebody many, many days to hear back from you after submitting their resume, that is the equivalent of somebody sitting under the hairdryer for way too long. They're literally sweating, right? When there is hair all over the floor from the last lady who got a haircut, That is the same as what it feels like to an applicant who's speaking with you and can kind of sort of tell that you're clearly like super frazzled and overwhelmed, may not totally know what the tasks and responsibilities for what you're trying to hire for are, and like genuinely just don't actually have everything all clean and buttoned up, right? So if you catch my drift, what I'm trying to get across is that organization is kind of that first impression for a lot of the talent that's going to be looking at your business as a potential place to not only just work, but live out their career and whatever their expertise is. So what are the things that you can get really organized with so that you're not the super chaotic hair salon, right? It's a pretty simple list and I don't want to overwhelm you. So rest assured, it's not that complicated. Your job description. It should be clear and customized for your business. That is the most official like hello that your business is giving somebody, especially if they're unfamiliar with your brand, right? You want to be organized with your salary, at least the range. How much can you pay somebody? You want to already know upfront what benefits are you providing? 
Is it work-life balance? Is it work-life balance and healthcare? Do you provide even a 401k? I mean, honestly, all of these things are up to you. Now, most often we work with contractors and we don't provide some of those above and beyond benefits and that's okay. But make sure that you know how to explain that to applicants so that they feel comfortable working for you. If you don't have an answer, it seems unorganized. You see what I'm saying? And finally, you want to have an idea of what development opportunities somebody can have in your company. You want to have that listed out and laid out in your mind. So for example, if you know that you have access to some of the best training that a person could get in whatever their field of expertise was, right? Or if you didn't have access to it, you were willing to invest in it. So you're willing to, let's say, send a content writer to some of the best content creation conferences so that they can develop their skill set. Let them know, like showing them that you've gone through and put the thought into that and organized what you're willing to offer as a team member on your team that's next level and people notice it and they're like man this business is together you know they know exactly what they want me to do they know exactly how much they're willing to pay me and what they can offer me and what development opportunities there are like that is not a messy hair salon my friend that is like when you walk into a dry bar and they hand you a mimosa and do your blowout and it's organized and it's so nice yeah that's the experience you want to give your future team members Alrighty, you made it and we are rounding this thing out with the fifth way you can help your business attract top talent, all right? And this fifth way is one of my faves. It is advertising opportunities within the community that you have already built. Oh my goodness, what do I mean by that? Most online businesses, we have spent so much time building and cultivating and serving a community of people who are typically our clients or our ideal clients, right? But have you ever thought about the fact that even if someone was your ideal client, they could actually be your ideal team member? So what do I mean? Let's pretend you're a marketer and you have this amazing community of people who come to you for marketing advice. Now, you could be giving advice to everybody from photographers to copywriters to ads experts, anybody, because everybody needs to market their services, right? You have a pool of people who already know what you do. They already know what you stand for. They have literally opted into your business as supporters, So why couldn't some of them opt into your business as team members? Like if you look within that community and you see skills that you're looking for in your next hire, that is a win, win, my friend. Hiring people that truly love your brand and what you stand for, like when they're clients, yeah, that ensures that they're already a good culture fit for when they become a member of your team and they're literally already bought in. Like it is a beautiful thing and it actually happens super often. Many of us know this, like some of the people who were once our clients end up working for us as like freelancers for various projects, so on and so forth. But imagine if you were able to source actual core team members from the same audience. Next level. So my tip for making this happen in real life is super simple. Think about it like your ideal client avatar, your ICA. Wherever you post for your ICA, yeah, 
post your job openings, post opportunities in the same place. So on social media, if you're usually posting on Instagram and you're active in the Facebook groups, absolutely post the job opportunity in those same places where people recognize your face and they know your brand and they're like, heck yeah, I would love the opportunity to join her team. You can easily make a post that's going to advertise it and direct those members of your audience to a formal application page. Now, I do want to just put it in here because I can't just tell you to do that and not throw in some free hiring advice, right? Make sure you actually send them through a more formalized process. It's just a really good way to make sure that the caliber of people that are applying are actually willing to go through some of those more formal things as opposed to simply like DMing you and saying, yeah, I want to work for you. Like, no, we're going to do a whole application and an interview. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) All right, my friends. So there you have it. Those are five ways that you can start attracting top talent to your business. So to recap, because you know I love a good recap. You want to care about your brand image and the values that your brand is communicating to your future team members. You want to be super vocal about your team, celebrate their wins, celebrate their contributions because people will notice and they will be more likely to want to join that squad of all-star people, right? You want to be really flexible and communicate how you can be flexible with your team members in terms of work-life balance, remote work, uh, and all of those things. You want to be super organized because nobody likes a chaotic hair salon. And you want to give people a seamless and enjoyable process from everything from seeing that very first job description and job posting to getting on the interview to actually being onboarded. That whole process should be really organized and it should feel good. And finally, you want to advertise the opportunity within the community that you have already built because your reputation will precede you and you can be more likely to get some really top tier caliber people applying for these positions. So I hope that this episode served you in some way. It is my absolute dream to have the best people on your team supporting your business because it is going to help you achieve next level impact. 